Day 305. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. I'm Jackie. Uh, there we go. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So yesterday we started off, man, like the opening of the letter. And now verse five, he gets into the body of re- what he really wants to tell this church. And, you know, he talked about the false teachers in verse four. And now what he's going to do is he's going to go to the Old Testament. And so we've said this over and over. We spent hundreds of days on this podcast in the Old Testament because the most important text to understand the New Testament is the Old Testament. That's right. Good, yeah. Right. The yeah. apostles are going to preach from the Old Testament. Jesus is going to quote the Old Testament. Paul is going to use it. Right. And Jude is going to do the same thing here. And he's going to bring up three specific examples. Israel coming out of Egypt, the sons of God in Genesis 6. I'm going to let Jackie get at that. And then in verse (laughs) 7, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Right. Like, And he's going to use all these examples to essentially say judgment is coming upon the wicked, Mm. right? God God been doing this. Like he hasn't changed, right? Right. And specifically for me, bro, the one that always really struck me was uh, um, when they came out of Egypt in Numbers. It was like, we want to go back. Right. And it's like, Bro, <laughs> you said 400 years in slavery, and now you have this type of spiritual Stockholm syndrome where you want to go back to Egypt because you think that's better than salvation. Right. Right. And it's so crazy, bro, because it's like he used this as an example, and they can't, they saw the Red Sea part. Right. Like, right. I don't think we remember, like, they saw the plagues, all of this stuff, and they still wanted to go back. And the thing I just took away, bro, is that because folks seem to be in the covenant community does not mean that they will make it to the celestial city mm. right come on say that mm. come on <laughs> they seem like they're in the covenant community right yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that doesn't mean they're gonna make it right, right. they all died right yeah. he's gonna like yo they all fell in the wilderness mm. and yeah, yeah. i'm sorry bro I'm, I'm taking up time but i get excited you know um after they die what god does he raises up another generation Mm. So the second generation goes into the promised land. Right. And God, if 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 he wouldn't have raised up the second generation, God wouldn't have kept his promises he made to Abraham. Right. Right. Mm. So we see that Israel, who was called God's firstborn son, died. Come on. And rose. Come on. Out of death okay. to life. So the people <laughs> of God can receive the promises of God. And I know I, I went far, but ah, again, that's, good, bro. that's just so crazy how, yeah. He's going to use this example here to talk about the Old Testament text. Yeah. And he he kind of, I think, con- speaking contemporarily, he kind of boo-boos on people's perceptions <laughs> of Jesus by saying, yeah, it was actually Jesus who saved them and Jesus who destroyed them. Right. Mm. So don't get it twisted. He, That's he good. is He yep. is a lamb. Right. But he's also a lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, disrespect him and deny him if you want to. But he's going to be the one that executes judgment on you mm. at, at some point. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, all three of those things they have in common. Like sometimes people get judged by God, yeah. and people can look around and say, "Ah, maybe it was a coincidence." Like, yeah, maybe yeah. they just went down the wrong. Way. But all three of these are no, no, no. This is divine judgment. It is no mistake. The earth yeah. swallowed you up, right? With Cain, right? God's going to come and to warn him beforehand. And you see not just rebellion, but this type of like bold faced 
rebellion in the face of God and God saying, now listen, I ain't going to have it. And I think that's a comfort to people who find themselves in a church or in a community where people are being led away and you just kind of sit back sometimes and say, yo, God, like, are you going to do something, right? As you see the faith of people crumble and it is this type of encouragement where God says, now listen, like, listen, I'm gracious and I'm merciful, but I want Mm -hmm. you to know I'm going to make sure that the people get theirs. And so... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a warning, but it's also a comfort. It is. Yeah, and in uh, verse six, he talks about, you know, he says, and the angels who did not keep their own position, but abandoned their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains and deep darkness for the judgment on the great day. So there's this idea in this book that not only does God keep keep those, his saints who keep themselves in the love of God, but also that God keeps the wicked for judgment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so we see God's hand kind of to Jackie's point um, in preserving, but also in condemning. Um, and mm-hmm. so God is going to keep them for the day of judgment as at the same time as he's keeping us uh, for salvation. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, uh, to me, this is, uh, most of the body is, is a little odd to me, right. but <laughs> I think this is odd too, because we, I know I personally always think of judgment and condemnation as it relates to humans, mm. you know, but God is saying like, no, even angelic beings, like they will have consequences too. how much more are you made in my image. Right? right. And so it's just like, but I know it's debate about what he's actually saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are we talking about like when they believe the devil and like kind of just was like, oh, we don't want to be angels. We'd rather be demons. Right. And mm-hmm. just did their thing or are we talking about i think genesis 6 where they're like oh look at all these pretty women let's have babies with them right uh, no i, I don't know <laughs> but yeah. i think either way it speaks to the fact god had boundaries for them to maintain or be like you know live within they mm-hmm. went outside of those boundaries wanted mm-hmm. to be autonomous wanted to have their mm-hmm. own authority and therefore mm-hmm. god is like okay cool i'm gonna keep you uh in gloomy darkness right <laughs> Mm. And gloomy darkness sounds like a, a kid's book. <laughs> right. so, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, also just the idea that, um, man, he talks about this weird instance in, uh, I think it's verse eight um, or verse nine, where he talks about Michael and the archangel and they fighting over Moses' body. And he's alluding to extra biblical texts, right? right. That, mm-hmm. that uh, were not in, you know, the canon of scripture. But the point he's trying to make is that. I think what he's saying is the angel didn't even condemn Satan in about what he should do. He left that to God. And here we have these false teachers who are subverting God's authority. And it's not just that people want to disobey God's rules. They just want to make they want to make their own rules. Right. right. Yep. And so people want to follow their own rules and do what they want. And so, again, to Jackie's point, like that autonomy here. Uh, yeah. Is kind of going hand in hand with the apostasy as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and as he helps them see like what to look out for, right? And again, this is just man as a pastor for fourteen years, I've seen it. Though you see people that come in and they so badly, right? We we talked about yeah, diatrophies the other day, but they so badly want to be in charge, want to have 
influence, then what Jude's going to do is he's going to give these like three things, dangerous reefs, right? What you find out about reef is like, man, reef can tear your feet up and you don't even see it until it's too late, right? These shepherds that are after themselves, these waves, these clouds without rain, it's just this picture of these people that create chaos and confusion wherever they go, right? So on one hand, it is a, now look out for all of the things that they do, the essential way that they live in verse four, but also what he's saying is, man, one of the ways that you can really spot these folks is, yo, look at the look at the trail of destruction that they leave with yeah, every leave. community uh-huh. that they walk into and ask yourself, do I want to follow the kind of person that leaves this kind of trail of destruction <laughs> behind? If I follow them, yeah. I'm going to be caught in all of this. And so you just see Jude like, carefully and pastorally warning people that he loves yeah and as harsh as it might seem this is really loving oh my goodness because Mm. in the greeting remember he said these people crept in unnoticed right so Mm. because you can't see them let me describe them right (laughs) you'll know a tree (laughs) by its fruit so now you have all of these evidences so you can notice right and then contend and that's really kind yeah people that he's gonna say at the end look they don't have spirit they don't have the spirit but they do have popularity right and we don't mm-hmm. want to say that we don't want to equate somebody's popularity with their godliness right yeah necessarily and so yeah it is a loving thing to do especially in a day and age right now where anybody that does that is seen as throwing shade on somebody that they don't like Jude saying, no, this is important. I care for the people that are being hurt and left behind. Yep. Yep. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, heresy and apostasy loves company, right? Right. So Mm. when he he talks about Balaam and uh, Cain and uh, Korah, like, if you remember all of those stories, they weren't just doing things themselves. They led other people astray. So Cain... You know, kills kills his brother, and then he goes goes and creates a city right. where more violence spreads. Right, yep. the Korah he turns on Moses, and ho- him and his whole family, and everybody was just turning up trying to you know rebel against Moses. And the same thing with Balaam, he led all of Israel into idolatry. And so again, the problem with false teachers is not just that they are deceived, but they are often and usually influential in the deception of others within the covenant community as well. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, we pray um, that as you help us to continue to contend for the uh, faith, Lord, that you would give us uh, the courage to stand Mm -hmm. firm, Lord, and to um, call things out where we see it. But we also pray that you would give us uh, the compassion, Lord, Mm -hmm. to do it in such a way uh, that people know that we are motivated by love uh, above all else. Thank you for the fact that you love your church and you care for us enough to leave us with this instruction. I pray that it would move us to action. It's in Jesus' name we pray.